and welcome to the Mickey Minutes Podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 40, 10 time-saving tips for your Walt Disney World vacation. Of all the fun, sharing your time will be the best. Meet the princess, what a treat. You've booked ahead, so here's a seat. Get on rides, endless time makes every memory divine. There's a lot that goes into planning for a Walt Disney World vacation. The days of simply booking your hotel and just showing up are long behind us. You are now strongly encouraged to book your fast passes up to 60 days in advance and your dining up to 180 days in advance. Now this seems like a great thing for the super planner, but like a burden for the go with the flow spontaneous kind of person. But what if I told you that doing just a little bit of planning ahead of time could actually lead to a lot more free time on your trip, making every type of person happy? So I'm currently planning a family trip to Walt Disney World for November. If you've ever done that, you know that in any group, there are a couple different personality types and different levels of experience with the new way of doing things. If you haven't been to Walt Disney World in a while, you may be starting to realize that the game has changed and you still have the old, outdated rulebook. Everything is basically done on your phone now and way ahead of time. If you're not used to that, it may be a bit frustrating. The good news is it seems like Disney had all these different personality types in mind when they came up with the new way of doing things, making them pretty user-friendly and easy to learn. Also, my wife and I go to Walt Disney World pretty often, so our experience has helped us figure out some great tips and tricks that help us save time at Walt Disney World, so we have more time to be spontaneous. And that's exactly what I'll be talking about on this episode. Take my advice, and I'm sure everyone will have a much more fun and a much less stressful experience from the beginning of your Walt Disney World planning to the end of your Walt Disney World vacation. So here are my 10 time-saving tips. Number 10. My Disney experience is your friend. It may seem daunting to people who aren't tech-savvy or like just an annoyance for people who like to go with the flow, but trust me, it's neither of those things. Just download the app as soon as you book your trip not when you get to Orlando. This app is what you're going to use to book your fast passes ahead of time and while on the go. It's also where you're going to store your tickets, room reservations, and even where you will add and modify your dining reservations. This one app has everything you need in just one spot. No more fumbling around for your park tickets, room keys, paper fast passes, or that tiny little post-it note where you wrote down your dining reservation time. Honestly, simply having the app is a huge time saver not to mention a lifesaver for the slightly unorganized person. Number nine, Magical Express. This is a free airport shuttle that picks you up from MCO Airport and drops you off directly at your Disney Resort. And the best part is, you don't have to worry at all about your checked luggage. You just get off the plane and get on the shuttle. 
When you book your trip and sign up for Magical Express, Disney sends you special luggage tags. They are truly magical. They allow Disney to get your bags from the carousel and take them to your resort for you. Your bags will magically appear in your room a few hours later. This service, however, only applies if you use MCO Airport and stay in an official Disney resort. Just think about what a huge time saver this is. You don't need to go rent a car or wait for an Uber. Disney starts making your vacation easier from the moment you get off the plane. And this service continues throughout your entire trip with tons of free transportation options that take you all around property. Then, when your trip is done, hop on Magical Express again, or as I call it, Tragical Express, to head back to the airport. And when you're home, you have to get your own bags again. So, enjoy it while you can. Number 8. Resort Online Check-In On the day of your arrival, you just get on the My Disney Experience app, click on the Check-In button, and you're done. You will then receive a text when your room is ready. So basically, you get to Disney without having to find a parking spot at the resort, with no luggage, and no need to go to the front desk. Oh, what to do with all this extra time? I know, be spontaneous. Which actually brings me to a quick bonus tip. Try to book a flight that has you arriving fairly early, because if you plan it right, you can get to your resort and hop right on Disney transportation to the park of your choice and get started right away. Or you can explore your resort, get something to eat, go swimming, or do my personal favorite thing to do on my arrival day, Disney Springs. You can already see how just a little bit of planning ahead can save you a ton of time. And I'm just getting started with these tips. Number seven, and here's the big one, Fast Pass Plus. I like to think that this stands for your Fast Pass plus tons of extra time if you use it right. When you finish booking your trip, Mark your calendar for the day that is 60 days before your trip if you're staying on Disney property or 30 days before your trip if you're staying off property. This is the day that your FastPass booking window opens up. Then, on that special day, all you have to do is get on the app and book the top three attractions you want to do in each park on each day. Don't wait on this though, because the big headliner attractions go very fast. I like to wake up early and start booking the second my window opens so I have the best chance of getting exactly what I want. So to make your FastPass selection, all you need to do is select the ride or show you want in the app and pick the time that works best for you. Then you'll get a one hour window to go and enjoy each attraction. So some people think that FastPass has you planning out your entire day ahead of time and that's really not the case. You're only booking three attractions ahead of time and the rest is up to you on the day that you're there. If you're an old school Walt Disney World goer, then you probably remember the days of running through the park trying to find the FastPass machines out in front of your favorite ride, then looking at the sign that displayed the next available FastPass window, and then fishing for your park ticket, waiting in line to use the machine, and then finally getting your paper FastPass. That was exhausting, and sometimes it took up a lot of valuable time. And sometimes you couldn't get the FastPass time that you wanted, or even a FastPass for that attraction at all. Well now, with a little planning ahead, you could leisurely stroll into the park with the confidence that you already have three fast passes. This gives you plenty of extra time to shop, or eat, or even enjoy some other attractions with shorter wait times until your fast pass window comes up. And then, after you use all three, you don't need to panic or run across the park. You just take out your phone, open the app, and search for the next fast pass you want to book. It's easy and stress-free. And here's another little bonus tip for you. After your third pre-booked FastPass, you can book your next one while waiting in line for the current one. 
As soon as you tap your magic band to the tap style to check in for the attraction, take out your phone, and just book the next one. This will allow you to use that time that you're already just waiting in the FastPass queue to book the next FastPass, wasting no time at all. But just know that some FastPass queues have two check-in points, one at the beginning and one towards the middle of the queue. You have to have checked in at both to use this tip. Number 6. Advanced Dining Reservations Booking your dining in advance will guarantee you a table at all the hottest restaurants on property. You can start booking your dining 180 days in advance, and you can do it so easily right on the My Disney Experience app. No more calling Disney, unless you want to do that. I can already hear people saying, well, how am I supposed to know what I feel like eating 180 days from now? And I get that, but Disney has so many amazing restaurants and dining experiences now that you could only try with a reservation, and they book up fast. So I say, just take a look at what restaurants are at each park and at Disney Springs, and then book the ones that seem delicious to you. And also consider eating at your resort or one of the other many resorts on property. They all have great restaurants that are usually empty during the day because everyone's at the parks. And don't worry so much about being locked into a restaurant or a time. You can always cancel or modify a reservation right from the app. Now, there is a charge per person cancellation fee for reservations canceled after the designated cancellation period or for no-shows. So be sure to know that restaurant's policy. But I've personally modified reservations just a couple hours before my time with no problem. Number 5. Mobile ordering. If you decide that you want to eat something quick and not have to sit down at a table service restaurant for a long time, you can save a ton of time by ordering your food ahead of time right on the app. This will keep you from having to wait in that super long line just to order your food. You will have already placed your order, so you just walk up to the counter, grab your food, and make everyone in line super jealous. And with all that extra time you have now, go and be spontaneous. Number 4. Rope Drop Now this is a tip that all the pros use. Get to the park about 30 or 45 minutes before the park opens, and you'll be among the first to be let in. Then you just head over to your favorite ride and wait in basically no line. My wife and I do this all the time. Normally I hate waking up early, but at Disney I always do it. You can seriously get more attractions done during the first few hours of a park being open than you can at any other time. That's why another great tip is that if you plan on rope dropping the park, book your fast passes starting about two hours after the park opens. You don't need a fast pass for most attractions this early anyways. And you don't need to book a fast pass for an attraction that you plan on doing right at rope drop. That is unless you want to ride it more than once. For example, if you plan on rope dropping Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom, then you probably don't need a fast pass for it later. So consider this when booking your fast passes and you'll get more of your favorite rides done during your trip. Number three, stay late. I know this is basically the opposite of number seven, but it's just as great. And if you do both of them on the same day, then you really maximize your time. So don't rush out of the park right when the fireworks end like everyone else. Walk nice and slow. Enjoy the views. Go shopping. Many of the shops will actually remain open about an hour after the park closes anyways. While you're doing this, the park will be emptying out. Then before you know it, the once crazy crowded park is quiet and empty. During this time, you can just hang out and take the best pictures ever because there will be basically no one around you. It's so beautiful to be at the Magic Kingdom especially after it closes. My wife and I have a tradition there. Right when the park closes, we go to Casey's Corner and get some mini corn dogs. Find a nice spot to sit and just watch the castle. Another thing you can do if you decide to stay late 
is get in one last ride. If you get in line for an attraction just minutes before the park closes, they're still going to let you ride it. They won't kick you out of line like some people think. So be spontaneous and just pick one last ride and hop in line. Then you will definitely be among the last to leave. My wife and I actually did this one time for a flight of passage in Animal Kingdom and the line was so long that we ended up leaving the park at like 2 a.m. It was so awesome. Number two, be aware of parades and showtimes. There's nothing more annoying than trying to get to the other side of the park when a parade is about to start or while it's going on. They block off some paths and you're stuck taking some long roundabout way to get to your destination. This can really set you back if you're trying to get somewhere. So even if you're not planning on watching the parade or fireworks show, just kind of know when they're going to be happening. This can really help you figure out the best way to get to where you're going to avoid the congestion. And here's another bonus tip. If you're not planning on seeing the fireworks anyways, head to your favorite attraction right before or during the show. The lines are a lot shorter during the fireworks because a lot of the people are either watching the show or just trying to leave the park before the mad rush that happens after the fireworks. That's why this is a perfect time to ride. Also, if it's an outdoor attraction, you just might get some pretty amazing fireworks views. I recommend doing Splash Mountain. If you time it right, or if you have really great luck, that last drop is so much more epic. And now, for my number one time-saving tip. Don't try to do everything. Many people go to Walt Disney World with the crazy high expectation of being able to do every single thing they want to do. This causes stress and usually a freakout moment or two. Then they end up wasting time trying to do everything. But if you have clear expectations, good fast passes, and a positive attitude, you will have a lot more fun. So instead of freaking out and waiting three hours for a single headliner, I'm looking at you Flight of Passage, just skip it and do something else. You might end up finding a hidden gem and falling in love with something that you never even would have considered doing. Walt Disney World has so much to offer that many people unfortunately miss out on because they just don't have enough time. I hope that these tips help you have plenty of extra time on your next trip. The question is now, what are you going to do with it? Well, those were my 10 time-saving tips for Walt Disney World. A lot of these I just learned from experience, and I'm really happy to share them with you. If you know anyone who's planning a trip to Walt Disney World, be sure to share this episode with them too. Do you have any other time-saving tips? Or maybe a great story about being spontaneous at Walt Disney World? Let me know on Twitter or on Instagram, at Mickey and Minutes. I love hearing from you guys on social media, and it's always so fun to talk about Disney. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos. And check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, exclusive podcast episodes, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye.